It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello, my friends. It is so good to be with you today. Well, lots of things going on in the world. Rumors of war, famines, earthquakes, volcanoes. Hey, I read that in the Bible. We're living in a time, friends, where you have no choice but to either ignore God 100% or jump in the boat with him 100%. And today's story is about prison to purpose. It's about finding freedom. A young lady is going to share her story. But first, I want to ask you, are you addicted to something? I looked up a definition of addiction. It says general signs of addiction are lack of control, inability to stay away from a substance or a behavior, decreased socialization like abandoning commitments or ignoring relationships. Sound familiar? Well, don't be alarmed because you are divinely tuned into a program, Prison to Purpose, today with Shay Walters, and she is going to share what we all need to be reminded of that God came in the form of his son, Jesus, to give us total freedom to fly out of the cage, to fly out of the mind that has locked us in this prison of doom and gloom. Friends, we are in some doom and gloom times in this world, and it is going, and in my opinion, it's going to get worse. I read that in the Bible. But today, we're not going to talk about doom and gloom. We're going to talk about freedom. And I want to introduce you to Shay Walters. Hello, Shay. How are you today? I'm well. How are you, Ron? Well, I am very good. And the listeners are in for a treat to hear your story. You have a powerful story. And listeners, this is what got my attention to talk to Shay. There was something on her Facebook page that said, it's my life's purpose to help other people beat this. You are not alone. And I think, Shay, you were talking about addiction? Yes. All right, Shay Walters, uh, tell us, uh, first of all, where are you? Where are you from? And a little bit about you and then your story. Okay. Um, I'm originally from Ohio, but I'm married now. So I live in Parkersburg, West Virginia. I'm 31, happy home, mother of four, three that live with us. And yeah, um, we're living a good life right now. Thank God. But at one time you weren't living a good life, were you? So, yeah, actually, I struggled with um, addiction for about 10 years of my life prior to getting sober. You wouldn't know by looking at me today, but I'm also a nine-time felon, and I spent a couple years in prison in Ohio, actually. So I think um, a lot of times with people that struggle with addiction, it doesn't start out as, you know, it starts off as smaller things. So I like to really touch base about how, you know, I had a good home life growing up, but I had this personality of someone who was never afraid to try anything. I almost thought it was cool. That's how I found my identity was to be like rebellious, um, outgoing, um, life of the party. So it started off with, you know, drinking at get togethers and then gradually with marijuana. And then I would be trying pills. Um, and just gradually I ended up intravenous, um, drug use, whether that be, um, pain pills or heroin or cocaine. Um, I ended up a full blown drug addict, you know, by 19 years old. During this addiction time of your life, were there others in your life, your family, 
trying to pull you out of that addiction? Yeah, absolutely. My mom was always my biggest fan and my sister. Um, it was really hard for my mom because I think she wanted um, to save me so much, but my saving had to come from God. No human could have helped me. No human could have made me see um, that life was worth living. And then, you know, drugs caused such a depression and such, uh, you know, I didn't have any self-worth. that so then it gets to the point where you don't even want to live. You don't even want to be saved. You know, you're using the drugs just to kill the pain of what your life is like. So my mom would always try to help me. And then my sister, who's a year older than me, and we were always very close growing up, and she's never touched anything. And she started researching enabling and what that meant. So she would start coaching my mom about not enabling me. And every day she would tell her, like, don't give Shay money. You know, you can't do this, mom. I've been, she just researched everything she could until, you know, my mom had to cut me off from that. And every night she would message me before she went to bed and she would just say, you know, are, are you alive? And I would say, yes. And she would say, if you want to go to treatment, please call me. And I would never call her. I never wanted to go. Listeners, I'm talking with Shay Walters, her story from prison to purpose. So you are a full-blown addict. And then you have nine felony convictions. Tell us about those. Yeah, so it was all it was all drug related. It was nine felony drug charges. So eventually what happens is you can't hold a job down and you're sick without drugs. So then I would probably say almost every drug addict has sold drugs um, some at some point. So then just to support my own habit, I started selling drugs and pushing drugs. And I was, you know, um, in Ohio, I was from a small town in Ohio, but I'd go to a bigger city and bring them home. And um, I just was not a very smart criminal either. So I just kept getting in trouble with the law until eventually they were like, you know, enough's enough. We've given you enough chances. Um, and they sent me to prison. So in prison, is that where you met God? I did. So I, I met a woman who would come into the jail and she would bring AA meetings in there. Um, and she ultimately became my sponsor, but she would come in there and she just had this light about her. You know, people that know, know Jesus, that know God, they have that joy that, you know, that comes from within. And she was just very kind to me. And she would tell me about, you know, she worked this program and she's been sober for 35 years. So I think just hearing her story gave me a little glimpse of hope that that maybe I could do this, you know, so I would start to pray. She would encourage me to pray and I'd start to pray. And then somehow um, through the process of working these steps, I was just so comforted by God. I remember I would be in the hole in the county jail and um, the verse that says um, God is close to the brokenhearted. I had it scribbled on my wall and I'd look at that while I cried every night, you know, and it's just me and God. And um, eventually I just had this peace about me that it was okay that I was heading to prison and it was okay everything that I'd been through um, and that I could have peace with God no matter where I was at. And I really, really was okay. The love of God just enveloped me um, and I was just determined to turn my life around. You know, I was just going to say, and you beat me to it, the love of God does something to us. When we let God come in to our life, he just puts those big teddy bear arms around us and that love squeezes the hell out of us. Uh, At least it did me because I was kind of... um, well, I didn't go to jail, but I, I, I like my little drugs in my early days of my life. But once right. I found that love of God, I realized, you know what? I have a purpose. I'm here for something. Did you think things like that? Absolutely. Some of the women that I was in prison with still reach out to me, whether they're sober or not, doesn't matter. But they'll tell me little things. So in prison, they have what they call a yard. And you can go out there and you can walk laps or people play sports out there. 
and they remember we would all be walking on the yard and they would be talking about, you know, they can't wait to get out and get high. A lot of them still wanted to get high and live that life. And they said that I would be walking and I would say, you guys can do that. I'm going to get out and I'm going to change the world, you know, and this was while I was still in prison. And I truly believe that. I don't know. And when God humbles you like that to where you don't have anything physically or materialistically, or I didn't have physical freedom, you know what I mean? But he gave me freedom that comes from the inside and you really realize that that's what it's about. And that's the void that I was trying to fill all those years with drugs or with people or with worldly things. And then I realized I don't have to have anything and I can still be okay if if everything's right with my creator. Jay, I believe there are people listening right now that cannot break the chains of addiction. In fact, they probably want to do what you wanted to do one time in your life, and that is to overdose, to die. What would you tell any person that right now is chained up with addiction? That God is a God of second chances. And I think I think he gets so much enjoyment out of bringing people out of the pit and bringing them to a, just a, a rooftop of happiness. You know, he really likes to use the, the least likely person to turn their life around so you can go out and give your testimony to other people. How long have you been sober? Um, October, I celebrated six years sober. Congratulations. That's a long time, six years. Yeah, just the beginning. Is it a struggle every day? No, not anymore. No, absolutely not. Um, it's hard to believe that I ever lived like that. And it's crazy because there was a point in time where I couldn't imagine a day without getting high. And now I can't imagine a day high. I love it. I love the story of freedom, breaking the chains of addiction, the power of God. And listeners, right after the break, Shay is going to speak personally to somebody out there that is suffering from addiction, and she is going to pray the chains of addiction off of someone today. It's coming up right after the break. You're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life with your host, Ron Myers. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope. As Americans, we enjoy a broad range of freedom. We can write critical letters to the editor, worship as we please, speak up against injustice, and walk the protest line for all sorts of issues. But while we may enjoy political, religious, and personal freedom, we can still be in bondage in the most crucial aspect of life, the spiritual life. Jesus, the Son of God, amazed His listeners when He told them, Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. But if the Son of God sets you free you will be free indeed. Jesus was speaking to educated, moral, and religious people. And just like those people who question Jesus, we also may be morally religious, but spiritually be ruled by sin. It is only when we receive God's Son, Jesus Christ, as our Savior, that we will obtain personal freedom. To learn how Jesus Christ can liberate you spiritually, call us at 888-NEED-HIM or go to chataboutjesus.com. I was looking for a fix When you broke these chains What a beautiful feeling I was looking for a way back home When I found healing on my Listeners, welcome back. I'm talking with Shay Walters, her story from prison to purpose. Shay, what really got my attention is what you had posted on your Facebook page. You wrote this, quote, this is my son. At about a year old, I overdosed with him in my bed. 
Well, it was just a mattress on my living room floor. At two, he had to come visit me in jail. He beat against the glass, screaming and crying for his mommy. He started biting his nails after that. At three, he witnessed me get hit in the head with a brick and my head split open. He rode with me in the ambulance. It scared him really bad. At four, he was in a car wreck with me, one of my many DUIs. At five, my mother had to raise him. Most of the time, I barely even came home. At six, I lost full custody and I went to prison. He is 12 today. He lives with me. He attends a private Christian school. He is on the honor roll. He gets prayed with every night and his mommy is there to wake him up for school every morning. I celebrate all of his accomplishments with him and he celebrates every sober birthday with me. I tell him how much I love him every day. He's so kind to the broken because we were once broken. He's truly so special. Thank you, God, for allowing me to be a mother to this sweet boy every day. It's the sweetest gift of my sobriety. Wow. I knew when I read that, Shay, I had to reach out to you so I could share your story. I wrote that when you read it back to me. I wanted to cry. What a blessing that we're okay today. I'm a firm believer that no matter what it is that people go through, that you go through it to help others go through it, right? So that means mine is addiction. And then, you know, now, even if I'm having, um, you know, if my husband and I are going through stuff or we're a blended family or, you know, anything like that, you know, we can help other people with it, whether it be, um, you know, people get divorced and they think that they can't be used in the kingdom of God, you know, or uh, people go through sexual abuse or physical abuse or mental health issues, you know, whatever it is, or veterans, you know, whatever it is that you've been through, that you've trudged through and came out on the other side, I believe that God wants to use it to bring him glory, you know, and then you can help other people. And somehow with helping other people, it brings healing to us as well. Now you've got the microphone. You know, your mission, as you said, is that you want to change the world. That's what you want to do. You wanted that uh, when you were in prison. So right now, this podcast goes all over the world. What would you tell them right now? You're up on the stage. You're talking right to these people that are hurt. They're broken. They can't wait to have their next drug, but you've interrupted their life and they're going to hear something from you, Shay. What would you tell them? It's so important for us to realize that we can recover. I think for the longest time, I'd never met anybody that really got sober. Um, I didn't believe that I could overcome this, you know. And then you get to a point where you can't imagine living the way you're living anymore, but you also can't imagine a life where you're sober, you know. Um, And God can use that. And all it takes is that first step, that first step of surrender saying, you know, whether it be going to treatment or uh, reaching out to someone else that's in recovery and just saying, I want to do this. That's a miracle right there to even have the thought of, I think I want to get sober, you know, because our minds can be so far gone that we don't even think we want help. We can't imagine a life where we're not using. And I also think it's really important that as a woman, I speak to the moms out there because I think we carry so much guilt for what we put our kids through. And then that guilt keeps us from getting better. Even fathers, you know, your, your guilt of what you put your children through. And my son today is such a good kid. And I'm not saying that it hasn't been a struggle. There was a long time where my sponsor would tell me that no matter what my son said to say, um, I know you're right. And I'm sorry. So for a long time, I just had to humble myself and do that, you know, but through all of this, he's become a better person. My family loves me. They look to me for advice. And um, a lot of people come to me for prayer. They love my prayers. They love my advice. They, and when they sit down with me, 
everything that they're saying to me, I'm saying, I've been there too. I've been there too. So much to the point where they'll say, like, I don't believe you were in prison. I don't believe that you used to use drugs. And I'm, I'm telling them, I'm like, that was me, you know, and just to be a living example. And if I can do it, anybody can do it. Like I said, I was a nine time felon. I was, I was arrested probably 30 times. And upon being booked into the county jail, they would immediately put me um, in segregation because nobody liked me. Nobody wanted to be around me. And now I'm a, you know, a pillar of my community. I'm a, we own a licensed behavioral health center and we get to help people every single day get sober. Wow. That's awesome. Shay Walters, her story from prison to purpose. Shay, you're like a cheerleader. You're getting me fired up about going out there to do something. I love it. I love your energy. I love your passion. But somebody on the other end is saying now, well, God could never love me. I've done too many bad things. I'm just worthless. I'm hopeless. Nobody wants anything to do with me. A lot of people think that, Shay. I tell people all the time that I thought that I had done such horrible things that if I can't forgive myself, if I hated myself so much, how could God forgive me? How could the King of Kings love me and forgive me? And he gave his life for us. There's nothing. We're not inventing any new sins. You know, he knew what we were going to do before we ever did it. Um, and his love covers all sin. He wants us to need him. He wants us to have to cry out to him. And it's in that brokenness that he's able to um, pour into us, you know, through those cracks in our soul that, that we need him so much. That's what he's yearning for. God comes where there's a need. So if you need him, he's going to meet you right where you're at. And his forgiveness, it, it overpowers anything that our human minds could ever understand. It's just beyond our comprehension. I tell people a lot, Shay, that... God has allowed you to hit the bottom of your pit because that's the only way he's going to get your attention. Most people Amen. that I know come to God after they hit bottom. Yep. I'm thankful for my bottom. I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I mean, I'm so thankful for my bottom um, because I look at, uh, you know, I don't, I don't look at church as a punishment. I'm like, what an honor. What an honor I get to go and spend time with God. What an honor I get to help people. What an honor I'm alive. What an Everything is such an honor. And I believe that like gratitude equals happiness, you know, when I'm so thankful about my life, um, it, it makes it to where I'm able to enjoy it a lot more. Shay, the title of my program is to get the hell out of our life. But sometimes hell can be just those little nagging things, those thoughts that God doesn't love me. Nobody likes me. I can never do anything right. And those thoughts are so self-defeating. God never created us to be alone, did he? No, never. No, no. So tell us, tell some of the exciting things that you've been doing. I've noticed your Facebook page, you have a lot of followers. So do you travel? Uh, how can people get in touch with you? Yeah, so I have a Facebook page right now. It's just called Shay Walters, but um, you'll see it says, says from prison to purpose. You can get on there and you can reach out to me. Um, here locally where we're from, we just opened a year ago a behavioral health center where we have therapists and we have peer supporters, which are people that are in recovery that help other people. So we do a lot of that here. And my husband and I, we do travel and we speak and we're very involved in our church. So we like to go um, and visit churches and pour into people that way as well. I think it's really important to blend, you know, recovery into the church too so people feel welcomed there um so cool so actually i was the first felon ever hired at my local courthouse so i get to advocate for people there in marietta ohio and yeah we're just doing big things i have a mil me and my husband have a million followers together on our social media platforms and we just get to talk about god and recovery and life and what a blessing it is i call myself the promoter you're a great promoter I imagine he uh, raised a lot of guilt in your life. And when he sets you on that path of freedom, 
you become a very good promoter for the goodness of God. Yeah, absolutely. He he wants us to, to share our testimony. You know, there's power in our testimony. He wants us to share about um, his works in our, lo- in our life. You know, that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to share the gospel and the miracles that he's performed. How could God save me and I don't want to go out and tell everybody? You know, if you walk into church and you go in with a broken leg and you walk out with your leg healed, you're going to go tell everybody. That's how I feel <laughs> about my addiction. You know, I'm like, he healed me. I have to go tell everybody. It's a miracle. I have looked over Facebook for many years and I've sent messages to lots of people with stories. And you know, you are one of maybe one or two that ever responded and you responded like within six hours of posting a message to you and us having a conversation. So I know you're the real deal. A lot of people, they use God to get out of trouble and they use God to get out of jail. They get use God to get their marriage back, but then they aren't, uh, they're not a permanent God resident <laughs> after a right. few years, they kind of wander off, but you are the real deal. Yeah. I don't want any other life. I, I couldn't imagine a life where I'm not a seeker. I enjoy it. I enjoy, I think there's levels to God. I mean, I, you know, I just want to keep growing with him and it's so much fun. I, I, I love him so much. I, I enjoy it so much. I really do. Well, have you ever been to Mississippi? I haven't, but we want to travel more now that COVID's calming down. So maybe we will. Well, I tell you what, do you like crawfish? <laughs> I don't think I've ever had it. Well, I've got, I'm going to get, we're going to get you to Mississippi and I'll have a big plate of crawfish for you. And we'll have an audience out there for you to speak with, because I love fellow promoters and someone with a story like yours. And um, now I would love for you to pray for the listeners out there. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you so much for letting me to speak to these people. God, I want to thank you so much for Ron, his podcast, and what he's doing for your kingdom. I ask you to touch every listener today, God. I ask you to plant a seed of hope in their hearts, God. I ask you to break the chains of addiction and sorrow and depression and anxiety over their life. I ask you to bring them out of darkness and into your light. I ask you to send your angels down into their home. I ask you to to use them, God, and bring blessings into their house. Help them to be better mothers and fathers and grandparents and help them to be seekers of you. We just thank you for every single day that you give us. We thank you for the breath in our lungs. Thank you for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. What a beautiful prayer. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. And I always ask all my guests this, how do you get the hell out of your life? Surrender. I I just, just surrender, you know, stay in your word, hit your knees, pray. Do the next right thing. That's a good way to live. Seek God and do the very next right thing. Yeah, surrender. Because there really is life after addiction, isn't there? A good life. Yeah. You're an example a good of good life. Yes. As you said, God's created us, knew what we would go through, but at the same time, he knows the good things that will come out of it. All things work together for good. Amen, yeah. And there's a verse, and I, I'm not the best at quoting verses exactly, but it says that his, his thoughts are are abundantly higher than our thoughts, you know? So whatever it is that if I would have written down everything I wanted out of my life, I would have sold myself short because he wants even, even more for us than we would ever feel comfortable asking him for, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. Very well put. Well, I'm going to have to put some orders in for crawfish and trips to Mississippi. (laughs) Now what's your boy's name? My son's name is Tice. And then you have two other children. Yep. Luca and Ava. And your husband's name? Rich. Rich, well, rich and wonderful family. Thank you for uh, sharing your mom and wife with me for a few minutes and blessing listeners all over the world. And and Shay, um, one more time, your Facebook page, how people can reach you. 
Yep. So Shay Walters. And then also I give out my number. It's 740-856-1084. People call me for prayer or if they're needing help with addiction, um, anything at all, they're more than welcome to call me. Well, Shay Walters, God bless you. Thank you so much for taking some time and visiting with us. And uh, I will be in touch. Thank you so much for having me. Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. We want to encourage you today with God's promise to you. It comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That's God's promise to you when you choose to commit your plans and future to Him. Now, back to Ron. Well, friends, before I scoot out of here and go tell somebody that Jesus loves them, I want to ask you if you could sit down today with Jesus at a table and have a cup of coffee, and he asked you, what is it you need from me? What would you tell him? That is how simple it is to begin the dialogue and the process of getting freedom in your life. Friends, when you have freedom and you get the hell out of your life, you get a joy back. You will look in the mirror and you will notice that you have something that you haven't had in a long time. And that is a smile. Your continence will show the world that something has changed in your life. You have freedom, freedom to dream, freedom to become everything that God created you to be. Friends, this is your day. This is your time. You heard Shay Walters. She is changing the world by telling her story. So now God wants you to come to him so he can give you a story that will not only get the hell out of your life, but to get the hell out of those in your life that you love, that you're concerned about, get the hell out of their life. We cannot dilly-dally around any longer. Time is getting short. Any day we could be called up to heaven, and we have to be ready. You have to be ready. So I want you to just repeat this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, come into my heart. I give my life to you. I want freedom. I want to have a story that shares your mercy, grace, forgiveness, and redemption. In your precious name, amen. Friends, this is our time. Let's get busy living, and why not consider going to a place you haven't been in a long time. It's called church. I'll be back next week with another great episode of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. And if you have a story you would like to share with the world, go to my website, thepromoter.org, and share your story. And I will be praying for you today, tomorrow, and forever. And when life gets tough and you feel like you want to quit... Remember this, God loves you, I love you, and I absolutely positively believe that the best is yet to come in your life.
just get the hell out and we'll all be living together one day in heaven. I'll see you next week. God bless. Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope.